Hi, this is Moses Chavi from Provider Risk Advisory. Today I want us to discuss about audit committee training and board of directors training. So it's very important that we do hire and appoint audit committee members, right? It's very important so the shareholders uh, actually entrust the affairs of the business in the hands of the board of directors and as we know the board of directors uh, depending on the governance framework that we have in place does allocate separate responsibilities to other committees so it could be the board nomination and remuneration committee it could be just an executive committee which actually shadows uh, the main board of directors or indeed the audit and risk committee so most companies just call it the audit committee but it's also given the oversight over internal audit and risk management practices and sometimes also to review the work of external auditors and even to recommend to the board um, the work or appointment of external auditors who get later on confirmed by the shareholders so an audit committee is very fundamental very fundamental to the affairs of any corporation and an audit committee also is the first screening point at the board level uh, when it comes to reviewing the performance of the business uh, uh, breaking down the numbers which means actually not just the financials but what is the generating source of those financials so by overseeing the activities of the internal audit department the audit committee has the first oversight of a function which is independent within an organization and brings out reports that have been independently derived through a rigorous process of auditing the operations and the activities of the business. So internal auditors present the gaps or what we call internal audit observations, especially the key audit observations, the ones with high risks. These are presented to the audit committee um, mostly on a quarterly basis. So best in class corporate governance frameworks recommend that um, these uh, audit committee meetings are held at least four times a year. So they are quarterly meetings. It means internal audit department or any other available assurance department like the risk department, they'll basically make their presentations to the audit committee on a quarterly basis. Now, when we go to the role of the audit committee, most audit committees are not confused on what they're supposed to look at. But unfortunately, depending on how uh, audit committee members are appointed or their background, you would realize that most audit committees do struggle to indeed bring out the value that is required from the internal audit department and how to act on things that are pertinent and crucial for the business to make sure that the business is governized or it's made resilient, it's protected. So if you select an audit committee that is rarely, all right, rarely having a background in practical business operations, they'll definitely struggle to understand their role and how to effectively do their role. So for most corporate governance frameworks, they do recommend that if you are appointing audit committee members, you need to have at least two who are having a financial background or an accounting background, all right? So depending on your industry, 
for example, if you're in manufacturing, someone will say, yes, we need to have an accountant on the board or on the audit committee, but we also need to have a production engineer or someone who's a heavy, uh, a heavy professional having a massive and uh, provable manufacturing background, even on the audit committee, not just at the board level, but audit committee, because they'll be able to translate some performance issues at that level, and they'll be able to advise the board on these matters, which is true, which is true. Uh, but since audit committee still has a big tangent when it comes to looking at the business performance, and that's also the main baseline for internal audit. So as much as internal audit can look at operations, but most of the internal audit plan and the processes that are covered in the internal audit plan, they also have a source from the financial performance. So that's why um, the corporate governance frameworks actually do recommend for the audit committee members somehow to have a financial background. And it's very important. Now, you may appoint someone who has a financial background, but definitely uh, corporate governance as a craft is a new thing to them. So it's not good to actually just say you are part of an audit committee and you don't equip the audit committee members. Okay, it's the same thing at the board level. That's why you always need to have board level trainings or just an executive training which actually embraces the embodiment of the oversight responsibilities of these very important governance bodies. Right, you need to have trainings for the board members. You also need to have tailored training for the audit committee members. So it's very important. So with uh, where you are more concerned about a robust work culture and a robust uh, governance system that will ensure that your audit committee is bringing the value that is expected of them, so that we don't wait to a point where something goes wrong and we say, but the internal auditors knew the issues were reported to the, to the audit committee we can show evidence that the issues were reported to the audit committee but they missed it before we get to a firefighting mode it's very important to be to to have the confidence that our audit committee are well versed in their responsibilities and they're also looking at the right things so this is usually done by offering a practical insightful a modern training to the audit committee members. So this is one of the uh, one of the areas that at ProValue Risk Advisor we are very passionate about. That our clients are always advised to say if we have a proper corporate governance framework, and we have the board of directors, and we have the committees within these board or the subcommittees, including the audit committee, it's very important to have them trained. And at ProValue Risk Advisor, we do provide this training. We do provide the executive training at board level uh, for, the in, for the audit committee or audit and risk committee, depending on how you, you term it in your organization. We provide executive level audit committee training. So if you have appointed a new audit committee or you indeed have new members joining the audit committee who don't have any background in governance matters, you can actually reach out to us and we'll be glad to support you in your journey or in their journey in becoming more versatile, modern, engaged audit committee members. In my modest experience, uh, working around the world with different companies, I've actually seen that at audit committee level, 
most people because they get appointed because of their affiliation to their shareholders or because they're actually known or maybe their family name is big enough to warrant them to take a seat at the audit committee stage or somehow maybe they have been politically affiliated they do come uh, with all sincerity as good people to work and to enjoy the appointment but because sometimes they don't know how to to talk or how to address key business issues I've sat on audit committees where actually members, like maybe even 70% of the members are quiet throughout the discussion. And these things actually bring out issues later. So if you only have like 30% to 40% of audit committee members uh, being engaged in the conversation, asking the right questions with no one else actually critiquing very important matters, there are issues that are just let go because of either the lack of awareness or lack of training. But if you strengthen the audit committee through modern, robust corporate governance and responsibility trainings, we make sure that we don't just cement two or three, but the entire audit committee. So that when management are presenting their reports or the audit committee or the risk manager, indeed, uh, other assurance providers, the audit committee has the capacity to critique very important things, very important issues. And in that way, they bring value, they preserve value, they gain credibility of the entire board and the board chairman, and they also gain the credibility of the shareholders or the government, if we're talking about, for example, parastatal boards. So it's very important. So uh, in 2021, uh, being a modern organization, and being a progressive organization, definitely the board agenda, the training of the board of directors and the training of the audit committee members should actually be one of your uh, highest priorities to make sure that your governance framework is solidified. And um, beyond training at Provalu Risk Advisory, we also look at uh, corporate governance uh, generic reviews. Uh, we do look at the development of corporate governance frameworks. We look at the development of the board charters, the subcommittee charters, and the training of the directors and the management in making sure that actually there's an alignment uh, between the corporate vision, mission objectives, uh, the strategic intent, and uh, the role of the directors. So uh, if you're in this domain of, of uh, trying to tie in the responsibilities of the board and where the organization is going in the next five years or 10 years, uh, feel free to reach out to Provalu Risk Advisory through the contacts that I'll leave in the show notes and also on our uh, closing remarks. So thank you so much. This has been Moses Chavi, the Provalu Risk Advisory partner. Until next time, it's goodbye. Thank you for listening to the ProValue Risk Advisory Insights Podcast and thank you for being a great audience. To contact ProValue, reach us at plus 265-888-251-671 or visit our website on www.provalu.mw.com. Until next time, it's goodbye.